was from The Killer. On this episode of Why Watch That. Why Watch That's on a quest to help you find the movies and TV shows you'll love. Buckle in. For the nameless titular hired hand played by Michael Fassbender, one job is like another, so you have to have rules. You have to find a way to stay present. I find music a useful distraction. A focus tool. Keeps the inner voice from wandering. This is what it takes. It also takes quickness and decisiveness after the job is finished. You gotta be practical and methodical. My process is purely logistical. If I'm effective, it's because of one simple fact. I don't give a But all that's about to change after a job in Paris goes awry. From the start, his handler, played by Charles Parnell, was trying to pressure him to get things done. Even still, he stayed the course, but to no avail. And the collateral damage was his girlfriend, played by Sophie Charlotte, while she stayed at his hideaway in the Dominican Republic without him. So it's up to him to uncover the parties responsible and seek revenge while maintaining his code. And after that holdup, he finds his way to the office of his handler, who poses as a lawyer. But what will he find there exactly? Whatever it is, it puts his handler's office administrator, played by Carrie O'Malley, in a precarious position. After all, the killer has no time to worry about guilt or innocence. It's nothing personal. Forbid empathy. Please. And from there... He works his way to a fellow assassin named The Brute, played by Sala Baker. But what will he do when they meet? And as time rolls on, will he be able to keep all emotional distractions at bay? Trust no one. Fight only the battle you're paid to fight. Breathe calm. Prepare to be excited. But he doesn't stop there. Up next, he runs into another fellow professional, played by Tilda Swinton. But she's not what he's expecting. For what it's worth, I would never have involved your female friend. But now, everyone's involved, including a billionaire client played by Arliss Howard. So, what secrets will he reveal? And is he to be trusted? The killer will have to answer those questions and more if he's going to live to see another day. Ask yourself, what's in it for me? This is what it takes if you want to succeed. Hey. All right, the killer. Before we get into it, as always, we'd like to thank you guys for listening to our show and encourage you to like, share, subscribe, comment, and let us know what shows that you would um, want us to watch. Well, the critic to watch for you. Um, How dare you? (laughs) Speaking of, critic, I think this is a good time for you to share how we do this show. Why watch that for our new viewers? Yeah, I've watched it. The producer has not. So the producer is in the position of someone who hasn't. We're why watch that. 
and we have our banter that way. So the producer will be basing what she's seen in the plot summary. That'll be the basis for, hey, would I watch this or not? And I'll make my recommendations as well. Now, this one, producer, where can they find it? They can and I'm going to ask this- you because you have trouble. Is this a movie or a TV show? <laughs> this is a movie. Oh. Um, <laughs> that can be found on Netflix. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so, again, this is called The Killer, and it's going to be available. Um, it is available. It's actually currently available, yeah. So you can watch it there. And I will watch The Killer. This is totally oh. a Brandy movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I love a good... I don't know if I've ever shared with you. I've had this fantasy of being an assassin. Like, that's kind of one of the things. Like, I love the training. I, I don't think that's a unique... Um, oh, cool. Good. I'm not alone. People. There's a whole collection of folk who like Which assassin. is why assassin movies are... <laughs> <laughs> yes, because it's like, it's cool. You There's a whole... And not just killing... For me, it's not just like, oh, I get to run, run around shooting people. That's probably the least interesting part of the job for me the interesting part about becoming an assassin is the training and the strategy involved right you have to keep yourself like mentally there you have to learn different languages you have to have different disguises you have to to learn different languages the assassin jobs that i would take that that would be the requirement (laughs) oh so you you've been looking yeah (laughs) indeed has a whole section just totally for oh okay So yes, there's so much, you know, there's so much work to be a good assassin because you have to be like hidden in plain sight. So I, I really love um yeah, anyway. The the killing is like it's born because then the job's over. You don't have to train anymore. Well, that's kind of the movie. That's kind of what the killer says. Now he's a nameless killer, so we don't know his name, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the whole thing when he's talking. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's why he's like, music is good. Mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. like that whole kind of thing to keep you focused because you have yeah. to be focused it can be boring because what's interesting here is and be, by the way this is based on the french graphic novel of the same name what's interesting here is what david fincher the director wanted to do with this along with the screenwriter who is andrew kevin walker now andrew kevin walker worked with fincher before on what movie seven mm-hmm so I know some people are going, whoa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So they're back together again. Beautiful. And what Fincher said is they wanted to take away all the cool assassin movie tropes and get into the head of this assassin. Yes. And this is an assassin who does everything he can to blend in. You know, sitting on a park bench, eating a mm. donut with that bucket hat on. The whole <laughs> Yes. Thing. That kind of thing. So what you heard in the plot summary is what you hear throughout the movie, his inner thoughts. So, you know, they brought up Le Samurai and The American, two of my favorite movies when it comes to assassins. If you haven't seen Le Samurai, I don't know if you can find it. I'm pretty sure it's Criterion Collection, though. Like, cool, like just cool assassin stuff. And of course, George Clooney and The American. But, you know, he's not going to be in some cool bar or club, or something like that. You know, it's not that kind of thing. And one thing that I did find interesting listening to the killer is whenever you have a first-person narrator, you have to question whether they're trustworthy. This is something you always do, whether it's in books or movies or TV shows. You always have to do that. So I was just like, wait. Now, what 
the dialogue does, which was interesting to me, is he uses facts and other insights to justify his behavior. So it's almost like, is he turning these facts into lies? Which is the best way to lie? Is that what's happening there? Like one fact he gives is just over one person dies every second while just over four people are born. So, quote, nothing I've ever done will make any dent in these metrics. <laughs> okay, yeah. So again, taking facts, justifying the behavior, do you believe him? Is he lying to himself mm. to keep going? So like that kind of theme, I think, was very smart. It's interesting. And then when you have that along with what he's doing, it's definitely watchable. Now, we also start the movie with, where he's on this job. You saw that in the plot summary. He's waiting and waiting and waiting. So he's talking. He's listening to his music, that whole thing. He's got to fill the time. It's lonely. Again, he's got to maintain his focus. So again, it's the inward life, right? The facts, the rules, the creeds, some of which you were talking about as well. So we're waiting with him mm -hmm. until it's time not to wait anymore. Explosions of violence, mm -hmm. right? But he's methodical, as he says. So that for that first job, it goes awry. He's got to get away. And he's in Paris. He's on a scooter, of course. So the filmmaking and the writing and the acting and everything you see, they work together. They are just as methodical as he is. So it's about practicality. It's about efficiency. How do you get from point A to point B? And that's literally what the movie does. It goes point to point. It's not that it's surprising. Maybe what's surprising is how unsurprising it is. Because hmm. you're like, you better not do, like in certain moments, you're like, you better not. Does he? I won't tell you, but listen to what I've said. So I was satisfied because the logic of this character was consistent. Mm -hmm. And he has this need to disappear. Right. So what is it that makes him go on this, uh, you know, vengeful plot? Because remember, he's like, hey, I got to follow these rules. It's not emotional. It's not personal. Is that true? Mm -hmm. Is that true? Right. So I, I, I just think the setup was simple, but smart. And it had a lot to say without saying a lot, even though he's talking, you can really think about it and discuss it with someone else. And it's easy again to watch. I, what I thought most about as well, producer, going back to David Fincher, is it's like if the narrator from Fight Club, David Fincher's Fight Club, so Ed Norton's character, or Ed mm -hmm. Norton, I should say, his character. If that narrator matured and became a solitary assassin. Almost mm, like this. Got it. Almost like this. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing is, when he finally gets to Tilda Swinton's character, right, she's there to kind of make him pause. So he's building, 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 building up to her. She's not what he expects. He has to pause and she knows why he's there. Mm -hmm. So she gets to talking. Mm -hmm. So we get to finally hear from a different assassin. Mm -hmm. What is that about? Right. Mm -hmm. Also, what I appreciated when you get to the end, because, you know, this kind of thing, it kind of be like, OK, give me something else. 
they were smart. They gave us a couple of pops of humor. You were talking about the disguises. One of his aliases at the end, the one he uses at the bank, just the name alone, I started laughing. I thought it was hilarious. I don't know if that was on purpose. I can't imagine that it wasn't. It was so funny. <sighs> just having the name was funny. Mm -hmm. And then there's this uh, weapon salesman played by Jack Kessie. Now, Jack was in The Strain and Claws. He was Niecy Nash's original boyfriend in Claws. Okay. So, you know, he's crazy. Mm -hmm. And he, th that character, uh, just one little scene, it was hilarious. It was hilarious. It's like <sighs> when um, Action Bronson showed up in, uh, what was the name of that Scorsese movie? Now I'm forgetting it. The Irishman. Uh, it's kind of like, it's kind of like that because before he does his business out of the back of his van you know that whole kind of thing you know there's some people standing on the street he clears them out of the way he's like get out of here i got things <laughs> excuse me i have business to conduct <laughs> so it was that kind of thing it, it just i thought it was very well put together so it's not going to be something where you go oh, this is the most amazing thing i've ever seen we've seen things like this before but they do have something to add or enough to add to this genre. Mm -hmm. And I just like the genre as well. So I was pleased as a fan of the genre to watch it and to never go, oh my goodness, why is he doing that? Mm -hmm. And then when you get to the end, maybe he answers the questions I've been asking about. Is he using facts to tell a lie? Mm -hmm. So you'll, you'll get that at the end, you might have to go, wait, what did he say? Right. I was watching with my brother. He was like, hold on, I gotta go back and hear that again. <laughs> So I think overall it was very successful. Mm -hmm. So there you go with The Killer. So producer, is this going to be on your holiday list to go through this? This may be a post-holiday lister. Oh. Uh, well, might be like that. Like on during a week, like a weekend after the holidays. Mm -hmm. I could actually watch it. Why? Yeah. Explain that. Oh, why oh why am I why am I saving Just explain this? Explain it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this doesn't feel very holiday-like. No, it's not holiday-like. It's counter-programming, though. Yeah, yeah. And it's you know, you might get tired of all of the, you know, same old family, lovey-dovey stuff. I love those movies. And you want... <laughs> now, in, in, in the other review we recorded today, you were talking about watching Monarch Legacy of Monsters over the holiday. So I that was. doesn't make any sense. <laughs> too much of it on the on the I already have enough of it on the plate so to say I don't need more <laughs> if, you like, if you like oh. assassin stories you want to be one I would put this toward the top you of your put list this on the top because it's, it's a good easy one. to watch you'll get okay. it out of the way all right maybe it'll be my okay. train uh my train movie okay Maybe we on a train, would it work? I think it would. Yeah. I think it would work on the train. Okay. Interesting. So if that, everybody, we're going to get on our train. Mm -hmm. It's not a midnight train to Georgia. <laughs> but who knows? We all want to live in the same world, as long as that world has people who are logical, even assassins. <laughs> Goodbye. Thanks for joining us. For up-to-date info and to share what's on your watch list, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Why Watch That, and on Twitter at WWT Radio. Also, you can visit us at WhyWatchThat.com. And while you're at it, don't forget to go ahead and rate Why Watch That Radio on iTunes. Let's keep the conversation going.